We have another projection to make right now. CNN can now project that when all the votes are counted, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, will come in second in the Iowa Republican caucuses. DeSantis, DeSantis invested a lot of time and resources in Iowa. He visited all 99 counties. He was counting on a strong showing to keep his campaign hopes alive. He predicted he would win Iowa at one point. This could give him a needed shot of momentum heading into the next contest in New Hampshire, where Nikki Haley is expected to perform well. Again, CNN projecting uh, that uh, Ron DeSantis will come in second place. Let's go to uh, Jessica Dean right now, uh, who is at DeSantis headquarters. Uh, Jessica Dean, second is not what he said uh, he was going to do, but we are projecting he will come in second. The governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, behind you, uh, turning, spinning this into a victory of sorts, I suppose. Yes, that's right. That's what they're trying to do is say that this was this is a victory of sorts, that he has punched his ticket out of Iowa is what one cam campaign uh, source was telling us, that he is now moving on, that he is in this for the long haul, which is what we've heard from him over and over again for the last uh, several days as he's been closing out his campaign here in Iowa. Jake, the fact remains, as you alluded to, look, he they spent millions and millions of dollars. He went to all 99 counties. He spent a lot of time here. They certainly wanted a big finish here. Second is better than third, that's for sure. Uh, but one source saying that they don't love the numbers, that they're not great. Um, Ron DeSantis coming out right now behind me to the crowd. I think we're going to watch for him a little bit and maybe take a listen to what he has to say to the supporters who've gathered here in West Des Moines. Again, Ron DeSantis coming in. We're projecting second place in the Iowa caucuses and coming out to supporters here in West Des Moines. Jake. Okay, let's listen in. Uh, Governor DeSantis takes the podium. They, thank you. Thanks so much. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. We love you too. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. They spent almost $50 million attacking us. No one's faced that much all the way just through Iowa. They, the media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. And what I, what I learned by going around Iowa is that this country has a basic decency. We've got hardworking people, God-fearing people, patriotic people. You just don't see it every day because of all the nonsense that gets spewed out there by the media, by social media, all this other stuff. People want to have hope for this country's future. And that's what we represent. We represent a chance to reverse the madness that we've seen in this country to reverse the decline of this country and to give this country a new birth of freedom and a restoration of sanity. That's what we are gonna do. 
So we have our marching orders. Our marching orders are to do all we can to preserve what George Washington called the sacred fire of liberty. The same fire that burned in Philadelphia in 1776 when our founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence. The same sacred fire of liberty that burned at a cemetery in Gettysburg when our first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, pledged our nation to a new birth of freedom. The same sacred fire of liberty that was on the beaches of Normandy in 1944 when our band of brothers stormed those shores and helped free the world. The same sacred fire of liberty that was at the Berlin Wall in 1987 when Ronald Reagan stood there and said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. This is our responsibility, to carry this torch and to preserve this sacred fire of liberty. Don't run away from this responsibility. We welcome this responsibility. We thank you for your effort. We thank you for your support. You helped us get a ticket punched out of the Hawkeye State. We have a lot of work to do, but I can tell you this, as the next president of the United States, I am going to get the job done for this country. I am not. I am not going to make any excuses. And I guarantee you this, I will not let you down. Thank you all. God bless you. Thank you so much. Appreciate Florida Governor uh, Ron DeSantis uh, bring, bring taking his uh, far second place victory, uh, second place uh, showing in Iowa. He came in well behind Donald Trump. Current vote, 91% uh, of the vote in. Donald Trump's at 50.9%. Ron DeSantis has less than half of that at 21.3%. Governor DeSantis saying he got his ticket out of Iowa, saying he's going to keep going, keep on, the, uh, keep on running. You see his congressional supporters uh, on uh, the dais there, along with uh, his uh, his wife, Casey, and, and the governor. And um, let's go to uh, Dana Bash now, if we can, who I think is in Clive, uh, Iowa. Dana Bash, um, Ron DeSantis uh, surpassing uh, the uh, Iowa Des Moines Register poll, which had him in third place, although we should note that poll also suggested that Nikki Haley, uh, who in their poll was in second place, that her support, that there was not that much enthusiasm uh, for her campaign compared to the other two candidates, Trump and DeSantis. And let's face it, uh, this horrific weather uh, didn't help anybody that didn't have the yeah. incredibly dedicated base that Donald Trump has. That's exactly right. And uh, I'm actually here now in Des Moines, uh, Jake. The uh, caucus was done in Clive, so I'm here along with my colleagues. As we've been watching Ron DeSantis, uh, as Jake said, he was very ebullient about getting what he called that ticket out of Iowa. And it is true that he can live to see another day now when it comes to, I think, what well, the first thing that matters is his support from voters in the future. We'll see what happens. But to keep him going to test those, he needs money. And he spent a lot of money. It was a big question whether donors were going to give him another look. Maybe this will actually encourage donors to keep him alive, at least on life support or more. Uh, and I've been talking to people inside the DeSantis campaign, I think all of you have as well, they're very, very relieved that they can say, we're going on. New Hampshire, he's going to touch there, maybe put a toe there when he speaks to Wolf Blitzer tomorrow night. 
but he really has almost no advertising there. He's going to try to push Nikki Haley hard in her home state of South Carolina. That's going to be his focus. I mean, my sense, uh, Dana, was that this was a, a bit of an emotional roller coaster for the DeSantis inner circle tonight. Uh, kind of what I was hearing was he he was going to get out, then he was going to stay in, then he was going to get out. And then, of course, we've called it for uh, him being second in the decision. The announcement uh, was made, and we're now reporting he's going to stay in. But uh, the question that I still have is, what donors are going to continue to give him money when he's going on to New Hampshire, where he's the average polls, he's at six and a half percent. And then South Carolina, he's at seven. Nikki Haley, former governor, at 21.8 percent. And Trump is hanging out around 50 percent. You heard What's the path. Well, that's a that's a very good question, which I think a lot of people with uh, with checks are going to be asking before they write it. But you heard before this, Donald Trump saying uh, Nikki and DeSantis were having fun with each other. I think that is one of the key dynamics we're going to be looking for in the future. Donald Trump, his campaign, they're just fine with this battle for a second because oh, they're going after each other. And here in Iowa, Nikki Haley spent and her allies spent over $30 million in ads. And much of it was to tear DeSantis down. Yeah, you know, the, the old line, it's a, it's a classic line, is that there are three tickets out of Iowa, The three of the candidates, the dozen candidates, whatever, have a road to go on. There may be three tickets out of Iowa, but Donald Trump's is first class, and Nikki Haley's <laughs> and Ron DeSantis are in steerage. Uh, you know, they've got tremendous problems. Nikki Haley obviously has a competitive race, according to at least one poll in New Hampshire. We'll see how well she does, particularly with the fact that Democrats and independents, undeclared voters, can vote in that race. But, you know, she's trailing by 20, 30 points in her home state of South Carolina. And, and I think DeSantis has an even tougher road uh, to, to run. But given the fact that, that he's really not competitive in New Hampshire or Nevada, he's talking about South Carolina. South Carolina isn't for another month. Mm -hmm. So how, without another victory, does he, or, or even a close finish, how does he stay in the race for another month where the other two candidates, probably Trump, but maybe Nikki Haley, are piling up victories and he's waiting in a race where, as you point out, uh, Casey, he's, he's in single digits in South Carolina. It's really a tough road.